2: welcome to the world cup minute my name is josh i'm here with brandon brandon how are you
3: it's great to be podcasting uh from america josh as yep. world cup champions how does it feel
2: <laughs> you know it it feels like we won because my i would say my goal was to make it to the round of 16 now of course you can recalibrate those goals as things <laughs> as things get better Quarterfinals
3: are bust now
2: right yeah, exactly. But we've we've already won. I think uh, there were some betting odds that came out earlier today for this U.S. Netherlands match, and you know, basically they're giving the U.S. like a thirty, twenty-five, thirty percent chance of winning, which I think is fine. Good. I mean if you would tell me going to this World Cup that the US would, would would go into a quarterfinal match with a 30% chance of winning that match,
3: a pretty it's have, a round of 16 yeah. match. I guess it's not technically a quarterfinal. Right. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I mean I mean run a round of 16 but with with a 30% chance of making it to the quarterfinals. Yeah. I would I would have snapped your hand off, right? That's a great deal. I'm yep. very happy by that.
3: Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, we can talk a little bit more about this Dutch team. And I, I guess we will as we head toward the Saturday matchup. But it is yep. this is not a vintage Dutch side they can yep. be got at. I think it's one of the better matchups that the U.S. could have hoped for. And you look at England getting, you know, having to face Senegal. Senegal, you know, they had a tough match against Ecuador. They had to kind of grit their teeth. I think they were definitely the better team there. I, I would rather be playing the Netherlands than Senegal, honestly, this weekend.
2: Yeah, I. It's like it's a scary thing to say, right? Because it's like I don't want to speak a, a loss into existence. Yeah. By, but but I, I I've, certainly the Netherlands are the more famous side. But I, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, you see Koulibaly knock that goal in, and you're like, man, it's, it's Sar score the pen. It's like this team is loaded. Like it's, it's not just with Premier League talent, but just with, with it's a really talented squad. And the the ones are as well. But, you know, they still have this issue with um, with the health of, um, of Memphis, Depay. of yeah. Mm-hmm. And in general, the team is I mean, certainly when you, when you look at someone like like Jong, we just don't have anybody that good on our side. We 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 don't even have a Cody Gakpo, Josh. Well, Gakpo, DeJong, and Virgil Van Dyke are a (laughs) spine. It's just like. That, that is just superior. Now that doesn't necessarily mean they're a better team. It Doesn't mean that those players are all going to perform. But so I I think that there there are the reasons to be afraid going into Saturday. I'm certainly yeah. not going to go into it with the confidence that you are. You think we're going to steamroll them? Is that what you're saying? Like five nil, <laughs> six nil, something like that?
3: Why not? I mean, you mm-hmm. know, we're World Cup champions. So you know, uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they have to they have to come into our house because uh, mm-hmm. we we basically I think the the uh, mayor of Qatar gave us the key to the city, the country, whatever it is over there. Uh, After the match, you know, the people, the the women and children were crying in the streets, tears of joy, saying, "Liberate us!" And um, I mean, it's just an incredible time to hold an American passport.
2: I don't even. I don't even really know what kind of bit you're doing right now, but it was. It was a great. It was. It was a great win today. It was a, a an extreme nail biter. I watched it. You and I both. uh, It's very tricky with these games being on at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So I took a half day today. I watched it in Midtown uh, Manhattan with uh, with a producer, a, a Patreon producer, uh, and friend, longtime uh, one of our close friends, Trevor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a we had a great experience. And uh, just it, it wasn't even necessarily a big crowd, but we had the we had a TV and we had sound on and we were drinking beers and it was, that was great. And somebody accidentally poured an extra Guinness and the waitress came over and said, yeah, order ordered one of these before. Do you want a free one? I said, yes. And that's when I knew things were, were you know, going to turn out okay for us. So it was a good omen. So it was, it was a good, it was a good match. My burger was good. I could go on about my experience, but it was, it, it was a pr- pretty normal experience. Now you had to slip this match in whilst working today so tell me about that experience what was the what was the watching the U.S. play um this match you know sort of surreptitiously today
3: well I was also in Midtown but I was in a conference room with 20 people and Mm -hmm. uh who were all sort of engaged in a sort of conference room circular sort of uh, yep. hour and a half long discussion. Yeah. My boss is also a sports yeah. fan. Yeah. He did we all turn... know the
2: classic U, right? Was it the classic U? <laughs> oh yeah,
3: very, very much like a, um, like we were um, in some sort of like defense ministry sort of. There's a bank of TV screens behind us. Now no, it's pretty, pretty standard conference room setup. Yeah. But my my boss is a sports fan too. And earlier in the day, he just kind of apologized. He's like, you know, I didn't really think and scheduled this meeting that basically, uh, started, uh, I watched the first 20 minutes. I was like watching the game on my phone as I was walking to the conference room. And from there it was all, um, it was just ticker city. I, if mm-hmm. I were to bring up the so you, actual you didn't video, even try,
2: you didn't even try to watch this gift as this thing, um, afterwards. Like you just knew that you would be spoiled or there was just no way, to watch this cleanly after... Sporting events in general, you just really... If you're 15 minutes behind, sure. Then you can kind of catch up through injuries and things like that. But if you're full 90 minutes behind for a big match, it's almost impossible to totally not find out what happened, right? I know there's
3: something about... I mean, you could you could uh, there are many different situations as a as a big sports fan where, you know, we've we've, you know, gone on social media blackouts and, and watched Man City Liverpool later in the evening because, man, that match is just going to be incredible. There's something about the World Cup, though, or I feel like it it kind of can only be consumed Live, like it's yeah. like. Do I want to watch? It's like eating reheated macaroni and cheese. I'm like, well, I cannot it's watch. great in real time. <laughs> I can't. We, we can't watch every single minute. Now, of course, when it's your country playing, you know, some countries that actually declare national holidays. And I've got a couple of calls into Joe Biden's office right mm-hmm. now, asking him what went yeah. wrong. You know, what wires well, got crossed? <laughs> why were we all at work today? Uh, so you still, saw
2: that? so the Pulisic goal comes through. Did you, did you see it in real time on the ticker uh, yeah, that, on your phone?
3: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm refreshing the ticker on my phone. So, and I get, I'm getting push notifications as well. So I see goal and mm-hmm. relieved immediately to mm-hmm. see it was for the U.S. Moments yep. later, it's revealed as a Pulisic goal. and. I'm feeling happy. Like I wish I was watching it, but I'm feeling. Of course, I'm feeling happy that our guy, our boy Pulisic, yep. does score. Um, and from there, I'm like, <laughs> just like tensely um, refreshing and following mm-hmm. like the sort of like text text based play by play so becomes a different
2: becomes a different kind of drama, right? Yep. There's the initial drama, like we need to score, we need to because you know the only way the US was getting through is we won this match, right? So it's, yep. we need to score, we need to score, we need to score. We score one goal. We get a second goal, which which is just barely chalked off for offside. Very, very close goal. Uh it would you know would have been um, a way, way I would have had a second brilliant goal of the tournament. Yeah. Um that just you know, so just offside. Uh and then we go into halftime and suddenly you you kind of knew, at least I knew, we were not scoring a second goal. There was that was not going to be on the at first. I mean, Pulisic doesn't come out for the second half, so that's already a bad sign. Uh and then you're like, okay, so we are uh we're gonna hold on for dear life for the next 45 minutes plus 76 minutes of extra time. That is now the reality. We got yeah. nine minutes. I don't know where the nine minutes came. There was not that much time wasting. Like I don't, it was crazy. The so, Buffalo um, Wild
3: Wings button is is present in this World Cup for sure. Yeah,
2: I'm basically fine with it. I actually hate the way that extra time isn't properly accounted for, uh, mm-hmm. in premier league matches. I, you know, you can have like a nine minute VAR review and then there's three minutes of extra time for the half. And you're like, well, I just didn't want, like there was no football for nine minutes. So like, can you give me some of that time back yeah. right now? It's injuries are one thing, but I think especially with all the technolo- technological stuff slowing on the game. Now, I think I like the idea of adding uh, the extra minutes. So, so they come out and then it's just, you know, we'll talk about the other games today too, but you know, they, so they come out and it was, uh, a just hearts the first, I'd say the first 30 minutes of that second half from like the 45th minute 75th minute, we were still basically in control. Uh, Iran didn't really do that much, and you know, 20 minutes to go, right around the time, honestly, that we brought on uh, Shaq Moore. Like, I gotta say. I am inclined to like somebody named Shaq Moore. Like that is a name that I think is cool and I want to root for him. I want to have a Shaq Moore shirt. Mm-hmm. Shaq Moore has not earned that T shirt yet. That that purchase brand. Shaq Less, they, you know? Shaq Less, exactly. He uh so they they come on, they bring on Walker Zimmerman, who was actually fine too, but I was delighted that they brought in Carter Vickers to to play a center back over over um mm-hmm. over Zimmerman because I, I thought he'd been pretty poor in the first two matches. Obviously, can see the goal to, to Gareth Bale. Mm-hmm. So in the end, even that that draw doesn't really matter because of goal difference, we would have been second place anyway. So yeah. there's really you know it's it's all that's all fine. But so they so they they make some changes. We sort of start to play more defensively, and I, I suppose you can't argue with the results because we did win one 0 But man, it got hairy at the end, and you sort of it was like this happens a lot and I, it's, I, I suppose you can't really argue with it because you're not going to get caught on the break when you play more defensively but we were completely in control and then you shift into don't lose mode and that is when you suddenly look like you're absolutely going to lose because <laughs> Iran was just peppering the goal for the final mm-hmm. not, not even like peppering the sense. I don't actually think um, Turner had to make a single save in this match but they were basically they were doing what Wales did a little bit of which was get in the box and then feign a foul <laughs> and it was terrifying because you just don't know, right? I mean, we saw with the with the handball yesterday, and Bruno with, with some of the foul calls. Like when you slow everything down to the millisecond with VAR, everything can look like a painful foul or a handball or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that was that. The fear wasn't actually so much that Iran was going to do something; it was that technology was going to combine with Iran <laughs> to to give them a, a penalty. Um, and it got really scary right at the end there, and even the last like seconds of that game. There, when they blew the whistle, he kind of blows the whistle right in the box because there was like a little bit of a foul there. And I was like, did he just call a pen in the like in the 10th minute of nine yeah. minutes of extra time? This that is would what, have been I, this, this is what I caught
3: uh, in real time okay. on, on my okay. Twitter feed as, I, as like the meeting is wrapping up and everyone's yeah. high fiving and I'm just like, don't talk to me. Like I, what's going on here? Everyone yeah. on my timeline was freaking out. Pen, no, yeah. not like this. And, yeah. um, so did you,
2: yeah. Did you get a screen up at all or were you just, you, just, I, you that, stuck with what was working? Uh,
3: yeah. I mean, it was, it was like the final seconds anyway. It was, um, yeah. uh, yeah, I wasn't going to blow my, blow my entire cover at that, you know, at that very yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was Harry. I mean, I don't I, you you see this a lot. I mean, you saw Spain uh, kind of buckled against Germany and let Germany uh, right. run at them for an entire second half. I yeah. I don't think that this is always like a conscious tactical decision where these teams in control yeah. let their foot off the gas. I do think that nerves play into sure. it. You know, the, sure. uh, the other team, burhalter doesn't make a defensive. Uh, substitution. I mean, you can say Kellen Acosta might be, but that was a forced substitution because of McKenny's injury. He doesn't make right. a defensive substitution until the 82nd minute. Um, okay. and so then it's
2: what it's. Yeah. Um, Zimmerman out, comes on. for way, I think right. I think it's it's a real offense for defense, which which is which is fine. I mean, there's you know, it's not like a, an insane or maybe it was. Um, Zimmerman actually, comes you know on what?
3: for Dest in the 82nd minute, which is like take one of the the you know the fullbacks off and. Become yeah. a little bit more narrow and compact, and then Shaq Moore comes on from Tim Way. If our, if our friend James was on the pod okay. right now, he would defend Shaq Moore as uh, like the U.S.'s best one-on-one defender. But you know, this is not—it's okay. not like a Gus Macker tournament,
2: okay? Yeah, I have not seen the good check more, So I'll, I'll believe it when I actually see it on the pitch. But anyway, we won. It was awesome. If I am not jumping uh, with excitement, it's because uh, I was, this all happened five hours ago and I was drinking a lot at the time and I have now sobered up a little bit. But I am very, mm-hmm. I'm very excited uh, for the result. I'm excited for it. So 10 a.m. on Saturday, I will be at a conference, much like you today. Just we're, we're cursed with, with real life. Get yep. in the way of these – this is you know usually the one of the reasons that you and I both, have, you know, have gotten so obsessed with the Premier League is because it's on at 10 a.m. on Saturdays. That's typically a great time. Even with families, you can kind of get away with watching quite a lot of matches. But uh, it's just – the timing didn't work out. So I now have to figure out whether I feign a stomach bug, whether mm-hmm. I just I, – I think what I do – this is my – you know, to be realistic here. Okay. I think what I do is track the first half on my phone, Right. Yep. And then I take an 11 a.m. lunch, and I'm gone for as long as it takes, including extra time. And that's yeah, just—I'm not alone at the booth, so it'll put, be okay.
3: Put it this way: you say I'm going to take an early lunch so that your colleague can be free for a proper lunch. So you can kind of be <laughs> yeah. a hero yeah, in what this it, situation. Do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, much like you at your job, the secret's out with me. You know, I did change into this into this USA hoodie before I left my office today for my for my half day. So. a great win. And then England has a, has a really nice win as well. And I, you know, it may be that they just have a real, I mean, they were great in the first half. They were excellent in the second though. It may be that they just have a, um, a thing about playing the U S you know, it's, it's a, a two, almost 250 years of drama Brandon. And it just, it all comes up and they just don't want to lose to the United States. I don't, I mean, cause their performance against us I'll give us some credit certainly but they did not play well in that match. Yeah. That was not a, a great England performance by in any way. I mean it was you know and they, I don't think Rashford did Rashford even play a minute in that match.
3: I that think England he, match mm, I want to say I'll, he came look on while as you, a substitution. Yeah, I yeah. can look, look it up if you want to for a second. Oh, you're no, gonna, gonna, you vamp. you're going to look. Yeah, okay, vamp. I'll, yeah. I'll vamp. Yeah, uh, England. Yeah, it's it is a roller coaster. <laughs> boy howdy England boy howdy um I mean you could flip it on Wales and like this is an embarrassing tournament for Wales unfortunately and I and I (laughs) I'm sure we have um Welsh fans who are listening right now and I don't mean to to stick the knife in but um that's a poor show guys (laughs) and after all the uh viral clips of Michael Sheen that we had to endure and you know this is the best that the you know they can do I mean Gareth Bale uh, reportedly, did his hamstring uh, in the first half, and yeah, that. that's 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 a big miss, obviously for Wales, but mm. England, I think, to shake off the you know when England have a poor performance like they did against the U.S., you yeah. know the English media, you know, I mean, sorry, we had to read like two stories about how Burhalter um has a bad relationship with gira if you think that's bad yeah. like go to england like there's like yeah. it, an weird, avalanche of horrible yeah. stories about this team when they have a poor result they shake it yeah. off and they come back and, and they smash wells yeah
2: there's there's a weird thing and i was thinking about this with, with Burhalter, and i think it's true of marcus rashford as well he did by the way come on in the u.s match but in the 78th minute which isn't really long enough to, to make any kind of significant impact in the match. I mean, I, I guess it's- Not for like Rashford. For time, me, but, I could do it, but it's fine. Yeah, but I, think, I actually think that was like the only match that had less than, I think it was only like four minutes of extra time in that match. It was like the, the fewest of, of any of these World Cup matches so far. But I was thinking, there's this thing that people tend to do when somebody is like- I think that Bear Halter has not done an especially great job leading up to the World Cup, but then he's been good in the World Cup. And there's this weird thing where it's like this retroactive like, see, he was always good. He was, you know, and I think this is like with Marcus Rashford right now. There's a lot of this like, see, Marcus Rashford has always been awesome. It's like, well, actually, no. If you watch the last, you know, two, two and a half years of of Manchester United, he has not. He has not been good. And so it's if it, it, he's talented and he's been better this season a little bit. He's starting starting to, to be a little better. Uh but it's it's like he is good again. I, like he, the talent is there, and and you know, it's. I mean, just this this team is just so loaded. This England squad. It's really. Um, I still think that they have a excellent chance of winning the World Cup just because they they have so much talent across the board. And um, you know, keep a that's you know, what is this now two consecutive clean sheets for them? So I don't know. I were I was worried that McGuire and Shaw would would be a real problem. Has not been the case so far. Shaw, you know, even supplied one of the. Um, assist for one of the opening goals I think it was the opening goal in the Iran match so they've been they've been fine they look really good they play Senegal on Sunday that's at 2 p.m uh, Eastern time on Sunday uh, so that'll be like what 7 pm in England that's right during the Sunday roast Brandon I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do for that uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hairy. I think that is a really scary match for England but they kind of all are once you get to the round of 16 mm-hmm. right it's gonna be isn't, I, there's not gonna be very many matches where people are like oh yeah that's a that's a walk. Right. I mean, I can't even imagine what that what that scenario would be. Maybe if Australia wins uh, tomorrow, that might be that might be one. I don't know why I keep this continue with this Australia slander. But let's let's so England will certainly be talking a lot more about them. Let's talk a little bit about the other uh, the Group A matches today, too. We have a Netherlands with a sort of workmanlike easy two nil win over Qatar. And then the really exciting match today was Ecuador, Senegal. Senegal uh, scores. The Senegal had so many chances in the match. They had like five chances in the first like eight minutes of this match. It was insane. Uh, finally get a uh, pen that uh, Sar scores in like whatever this forty fourth minute or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Ecuador equalize. And you're, and that, that's it. Ecuador they they just hold on to that. They're through. Uh, but then Senegal come back with Koulibaly and score another goal. Kind of a cool goal too. He sort of mm-hmm. like it. Kind of takes on like a little bit of like a half volley. It's a it's a, it's a nice. Nice strike from him and uh, a and great celebration too. And so, but Senegal, Senegal come through. I'm kind of excited for them. I don't know why. It's sort of, um, it's just nice to see. Um, do you kind of root for the African clubs too? I don't know. It's just, there's something about, um, I think it's because the fans are so good in the stands. I think that's yeah. part of it, right? They're just, they, they seem like they really are enjoying themselves and kind of it's addictive to me.
3: Yeah, it is infectious. I have infectious, always, yeah. I've always uh, rooted for Nigeria when they've been in the world cup. So, um, I'm missing them, but no, I, I think, I think it's just ex- yes, it's exciting to see Senegal do well, and I think it's great for Senegal to come to the World Cup as champions of Africa and to show, you know, we're not just uh, champions of Africa; we are here to compete on the the global stage, yeah. and I think that is really significant for the for for the future of uh, football yeah. on that continent. And, uh, you know, I hope, yeah. I, I hope they're not the only African country to, uh, go to the knockout stages.
2: Yeah. I think that, um, uh, certainly, Morocco, I think, has, has an excellent chance uh, when they play yeah. uh, later this week as well. So uh, that sets up uh, Senegal, and uh, as we said before, Senegal plays England. Uh, we'll talk more about that uh, before Sunday. But I think that's that's a really both both these matches are really fun. And and um, the Netherlands, I mean, just just great. I'm just so I'm so excited. I mean, U.S. is playing Netherlands in an elimination match of the World Cup. Like that is just that is just cool. Like I don't care yeah. if it's not. Ari and Robin, Netherlands, like that is awesome. That is just a really awesome place for us to be um, as a football/soccer slash country. It's a it's a great step forward for us, and uh, and the fact that we did it with relative ease. I mean, you know, yeah. we were in con- we were really in control of of all three matches in the World Cup. We, yeah. I, I would argue that we played better than all th- all the three teams that we faced, uh, England included. I
3: agree, I agree, and it's it's you know, it might sound like we're a bunch of homers, but I think it's yeah. you know, it's a, you could. <laughs> Uh, get out we the past stats <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely it. agree with you and, and genuinely think that and to, to still not have lost a match and for this squad to be as young as it is average age was 24 in the starting yep. lineup today and even bringing in new center back pairing uh, whatever we, we've already talked about this match couldn't be prouder of our boys Josh
2: Great, excellent, fantastic, win. Pulisic too, really sticking his body in there and, and taking. Yeah, the speaking
3: hit. of it our awesome. boys, Great. yeah, the 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 boys, um, Christians' boys, uh, are definitely definitely yeah. are due arrest tonight.
2: Whew, yeah, I, wherever, yeah, they said abdomen, but I don't know. I think it might okay. have been lower. Has lower the word ruptured abdomen? been used yet? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently he's going to be okay Good. for Saturday. At least he but he did you never want to see your your, your game winning talisman post from the hospital bed. That's always you uh, <laughs> rather they be in the, the Yeah, shirtless, doing like the Mike yeah, Utley. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, you want to see what you want is the shirtless locker room photo, right? That's hmm. the like the group photo. So anyway, uh we could move on to uh, tomorrow's matches. We have the group C and D matches. In the morning we have Australia Denmark and Tunisia France. I'll give you a quick uh, the idea of the uh, Oh, interesting They've actually They've they flipped this around Interesting, Brandon So in the morning You actually have the Group D matches I don't know why they They did that But um, So Group D uh, So France is already th- Maybe I don't know Maybe it's because of the The uh, who knows i have no idea i'm not i'm not a, I'm not a tv scheduler but uh, australia denmark tunisia france play so uh france is already through to the round of 16 so i think we'll see um a kind of secondary squad for france although the, the team is so loaded that it really doesn't kind of make that much of a difference um australia it's, it's actually very simple um australia qualifies um uh, for the, they qualify for the R16 with a win versus Denmark, uh, and Denmark qualifies with a win versus Australia. There are some other scenarios that could happen. Um, like if they – Australia could also get through if they drew and Tunisia drew or lost. But I, I just feel pretty confident that, that France is going to go ahead and, and take Tunisia in this mm-hmm. match. And, uh, and then – so it basically sets up a straight mm-hmm. – Danish Dynamite versus the, what are the Australia the the, the Socceroos, soccer yeah yeah uh-huh. the soccer it's Danish Dynamite versus Socceroos. that's a really uh fun match I'm really excited about uh, half watching that uh tomorrow morning <laughs> during meetings, brandon that's going to be great um and then uh the, the 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 groups that I'm really excited I mean I am excited about the the, the, the Denmark Australia game I think is gonna be really fun the stakes are super high and both teams effectively need to win and that's mm-hmm. really what you want to see in an elimination game is is two squads playing each other where they both I actually thought that Iran would play more defensively today. Not to not to go double back for a second here, but I really uh, I was surprised that match was as open as it was uh considering how much a point was almost certainly going to get Iran through, but
3: much like in geopolitics, always the aggressor, Iran.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I well, I I was the, the they were I don't really. I actually. I don't really under, quite understand their strategy. But anyway, that's that's I'm, that's enough on, on 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 that. Well, we got to move on here. So, uh, Group C plays in the afternoon, and this is I think the really the really exciting portion of t- tomorrow's matches. We have Poland, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico. All four of these clubs can get through. Uh, Poland is actually currently top of the group uh, because of cold, goal difference. Uh, and they're actually they're, well, no, because of points. Honestly, I was gonna say honestly they're, they're they're through. They're on top because of points uh, with four, and then Argentina and Saudi Arabia both have three. So Poland um, can can win the group and qualify for the round sixteen with a victory over Argentina. Um, they can also qualify uh, with a draw. So uh, basically, a win or a draw gets them through. Um, Argentina qualifies with a win over Poland. Uh, They can also qualify with a draw and a Saudi Arabia draw or loss by fewer than three goals to Mexico. Um, And Saudi Arabia can qualify with a win over Mexico. And Mexico can qualify with a win and a Poland victory over Argentina. But they can also qualify by winning and making up the goal difference advantage in Poland and Argentina while Argentina draws or defeats Poland. So basically, what... If you're if you're supporting Mexico tomorrow, which I, I I feel like I'm I'm sticking with my North American squads, so and I'll be I'll be pulling for Mexico tomorrow. So what we want is for Mexico to defeat Saudi Arabia by like two or three goals, and Argentina to defeat Poland by two or three goals. If that happens, that will be enough for Mexico to make up that goal difference and and qualify above Poland in their group. Now. This no. is just my personal reading interest here, but there's basically there's just a lot of different scenarios where any any combination of these four clubs can can or countries can get through tomorrow.
3: If you're Argentina and this was offered to you, basically cash out. Um, you don't have to even play Poland and you go straight to the third place match at the end of the tournament. Would you <laughs> take it?
2: The third? I don't know. I mean, with Messi they've already made a final with him right so yeah. i think they've got to push they've got to they got to try to push one further i i don't know i mean the thing is like poland is not going to be easy team to beat tomorrow i mean the game is going to be insane it's, poland it's argentina be,
3: it's, yeah. and it's yeah. like yeah as, as you just outlined the stakes this this group is this group c is like all-out awesome. warfare at it's, the moment it's, awesome. it's going to be incredible yeah
2: yeah so i'm i'm really excited about all these matches i mean i think the, the the question with mexico is can they score two goals in a match i mean it's sort of the same the same thing with the us except the us had a little more um, wiggle room they didn't need to, to to make up any kind of goal difference they had enough you know they they got the two draws so for mexico they they need they almost certainly need to score a couple of goals and then if they i mean if they were able to win like 3-0 over over um Uh, Saudi Arabia, then then Poland would just need to lose like one nil to uh, uh, to Argentina. And that would be, I think, enough for Mexico to go through. I I don't don't like all the permutations. They'll they'll start running these through for us once these games start. Right. They'll start to pop up all the different scenarios on the screen Mm -hmm. as they happen. But basically all four teams. Will be trying to win tomorrow, and that is not usually the case when it comes to these these group stage matches. The round three, there's usually one team, kind of like France tomorrow, where they're just kind of giving everybody. Ben Pivard needs some minutes, right? Everyone's going to get everyone's going to get a chance to to get out there and 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 run around the pitch. It's like it's a, like it's like letting your kids run on the field. You know, everyone's going to get a chance to to run around and play a little bit.
3: Yeah, the piggyback rides uh in the 60th minute are going to be uh, yeah. really fun to watch.
2: You should yeah. see the team that they that like uh, the projected France team for tomorrow. It's like you know like Saliba. Oh, finally Saliba gets a chance. Saliba would start for Probably what the like the other thirty one countries in the, in the World Cup. Oh
3: yeah, who would you take? Uh, uh, Cameron Carter Vickers or William Saliba? I mean, God, yeah, yeah. I, I pray for William Saliba yeah. and my fantasy team. Like, yeah, I, I, Carter I, Vickers I, was
2: good. Was good though. He really was. I was. Good. I was impressed. Yep, I played well today.
3: I mean, it's it's yeah the the center backs for the U.S. Tim Ream being reborn. Cameron Vickers. Cameron Carter Vickers has yeah, had I mean, like, great, great many man. opportunities to break into this team and hasn't been able yeah. to Spurs fans will know him from uh from their their squad way back when so yeah, yeah it's good to, it's just good to see these reclamation projects going on Yeah.
2: Well, speaking of, I think this pod, these daily pods, Brennan, I feel like we're having a mini reclamation project of our own. It turns out it's actually really hard to record a daily podcast when you have family in town and it's Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, The last two days, I I felt much more like myself. I think we're back. Uh, We're back into uh, the precise, always cheating slash World Cup minute order that we want. Let's keep the momentum going. Great win today. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.